everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. We are doing a special bonus episode of the podcast. And this is all in celebration of today is my birthday. So it's very exciting. Happy birthday. birthday. (laughs) And what better to talk about on my birthday than one of my favorite movies of all time. One of my, probably my favorite comedy next to Monty Python is the movie Clueless. And so it's my birthday, so I got to pick what we're going to talk about, and that's who we picked. And uh, so I'm Rachel. I'm here. This is going to be so fun. And Amber's here. Hi, everybody. Happy birthday, Rachel. (laughs) And our special guest, uh, we promised that we would talk about this when we interviewed her, when I interviewed her for the Christmas season. Uh, Joao Boken is here. Hey, Rachel. Happy birthday. Of course, I have to take this to say... Rachel, when is your birthday? <laughs> it's January 23rd. Uh, well, my birthday is January 22nd. So as someone a little bit older than you, let me give you some advice. <laughs> Perfect. <Very good. laughs> Happy birthday to yeah, you, too. Like <laughs> this is birthday, the best month of all is January. Yay. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday is actually February, but I really wanted to make oh. a joke. Word, so. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> You know, share talking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my sister, her birthday is actually is on the um, February sixth, and so people, my parents would always try to do the combined birthday parties, True. which is super lame. But, yeah. uh, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes it was fun. And my my mom would do a um, friend's birthday party every other year. We got oh. to have a friend's birthday party. <laughs> the okay. other other years, it was just a, it was just family. So I don't know. We we look forward to those years. We had a Larngles Wilder party once, which was one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We all had our like prairie bonnets on, and we uh, <laughs> we made like little loaves of bread. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! <laughs> How old are you? Mm. You're like thirty. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, it was like I don't know, like. 10 8 something like that yeah so anyway it was an it was an interesting I was always so jealous of anyone who had a summer birthday because they can have pool parties which you know I love to swim so Mm -hmm. it's no fair but anyway so so yeah so clueless for me it was a very influential movie in my life i i saw it came out when i was 14 which is like just starting to get into high school and it was just i remember i saw it and i went to school and i was like everything makes more sense now because (laughs) because of cool i was like all the clicks and there were just so many things about it that were so funny to me and that still are funny to me and uh it was just the movie of my of my high school years and I think it's so quotable and uh <laughs> do you remember when you first saw Joa? oh my gosh yeah, yeah totally I was at it was my first year I, I was 11 it was the first year I went to summer camp and I had been like anticipating this movie so much that I bought the novelization of the book so I could take the book with me because I couldn't actually see the movie when it came out uh-huh. and I read the book that was like basically just a terrible screenplay version of the movie. I read that book like a thousand times. And then when I finally went to see the movie, I kind of had to sneak into it because my parents did really want me to see it and they went to see something else. Uh-huh. And I remember just feeling so scandalized. Uh-huh. By it. Yeah, like just so enraptured and scandalized. And I thought like this was what my life was going to turn out to be. Like somehow I was going to turn into Cher. Like yeah. 11 year old me was just like, it's somehow going to work out this way. So that is so funny. It's a big sneak movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like me in 90210. I had to sneak watch. I was so loud. <laughs> but somehow I got away with clueless. <laughs> but uh, what about you, Amber? Is this one you watched a lot? Is, or have any- I mean, yeah, I don't really remember my life pre clueless. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, it came out when I was seven, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I don't. I'm, I, I just always remember this movie. Yeah. If I had to pick someone that I was like, this is my favorite one. Um, obviously, 
like Amber gave all of us other Ambers a bad name. Oh yeah, um, yeah. it really increased the popularity of people calling me Ambular. For oh my while. gosh. Um, but obviously, I wanted to be Ty. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I think Brittany Murphy. We'll talk about it more, but I think she does a really good job with that character of kind of making her. And honestly, there's no bigger diss in the whole world than telling someone that they're a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> can't drive. Like, yeah. no one has right. ever been more sassy. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. So I think that's the exact moment where I was like, well, I'm Thai. <laughs> <laughs> I am that sassy. But how do you think, it's funny that you read the book for the novelization first, Joie, because mm-hmm. yeah, obviously it's based on Emma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's interesting that you would read the novelization of the book based on a novel. Yeah, uh, but totally. 100%. <laughs> but how do you think Amy Huckling was able to do that? Was able to sort of tap into Emma and pretty much include all of the all of the beats of Emma are there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Alton is there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Harriet is basically there in the form of Ty. Mm-hmm. Um how do you think she was able to do that so successfully? Um, if you're asking me as a writer, I'd say yeah. like it's a dream project to have a structure that's laid out for you and then just to come in and set it in a world is so liberating. But she did it so well. I mean, to me, this reads like a project where she was collecting material forever from her own life, from things that she was hearing. And then she just kept consolidating the gold and whittling it down to make just like one clever moment after another. So I think that having this really laid out structure allowed her just to like run free with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. What do you think, Amber? Um, I don't know. It's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like uh, Emma is probably Jane Austen's like, it's interesting because it's her book. I think that's, the, that is the most sort of exposition heavy mm-hmm. any of her books, I would say. And I think that, she was able to kind of get down to sort of the core of each character and what each character does and, and then basically just put a modern, modern spin on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, whereas the other, the other books I think are a little bit harder uh, to, to, to do that because so much is said through sort of breaking the customs of the day. So much is said that doesn't, I mean, it does, a, it can be updated and people can do it well, but I think there's something about Emma that maybe lended itself very well to this. Well, I mean, I think it's setting any sort of modern Austin adaptation in a high school setting Mm. is probably the closest to the society that people were living in during Austin times Yeah, with like the, you know, hierarchy of, you know, social things and Mm -hmm. going to like events and having to have a partner to do things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Having a boyfriend is a big deal in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Having a boyfriend in college is like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> no yeah. one wants his college boys. Yeah. But it's true. I've never thought about it. That Victorian literature like really lends itself well to high school hierarchies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, how do you think that she was able to keep share? I mean, Amy Hackerling, how do you think she was able to keep Cher and Dion likable? Because I feel, I've always said that I felt like kind of that Mean Girls was sort of the plastics and Mean Girls were kind of the, the darker version of Cher and Dion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I don't know, I, I think in most other stories, they would be the villain kind of, but they're, they're just, you're always, you always like them from the beginning, at least I do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you- they're, they're never trying to bring down anyone else. They're never, like, rude to other people. The, all of their meddling is trying to be, like, helpful, except for with Amber. But she's, like, they're equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you I never see so. them as, like, putting down people. Yeah. And they have good intentions. Everything Cher does from the moment we meet her is well-intentioned. It's just she's somewhat hapless and totally clueless yeah and also like you have typical story elements like her mom we set up that her mom passed away really early on Mm -hmm. and so it's like we kind of give her you know 
we give her a little bit the, more room. The orphan pass. Yeah, the orphan <laughs> pass. And then it's like she takes Ty under her wing. And again, we see she cares about her father. We see that there's a lot of little moments set up. Yeah, because she'll be sort of snobby about the uh, about the Lodies who sit over on the grassy knoll. But like... <laughs> I don't think she, I think she learns. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, it's like, they're just people who are, like, high at school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can, people who are just, like, on drugs at school, you can kind of be like, they're kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. 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 So, there are, and I'll try not to just make this podcast just me saying all the funny quotes that I like. Why but <laughs> I think uh, what, what also makes it really work is just, it's, it's just so funny from the very opening yeah. sequence with that Nagzima ad, you're laughing. And mm-hmm. if you're laughing, it's hard to not like the characters. And I think that's exactly why she's so successful is because she is self-aware in an odd way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Even the very, one of the very first jokes is that, uh, that Deanna and I are friends because we know what it's like for people to be jealous yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get more self-aware than that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I think that her and Stacy Alicia, Alicia is great in the role. First of all, oh yeah, Alicia, and then her and Stacy have really good chemistry, and mm-hmm. if, if the whole cast I think has has really good chemistry. Did you ever read about like all the other people that were supposed to be Cher before she got the role? I remember vaguely, but why don't you tell us? It was uh, like um, what Reese Witherspoon was considered. Mm-hmm. Sarah Michelle Geller was going to do it. Mm. I think those are the main people. Yeah. So it's kind of like a Sex in the City thing where you're like, what if it hadn't been Sarah Jessica Parker? You know, like in this alternate parallel world, <laughs> what would Clueless have been like with Reese Witherspoon? It would have been Legally Blonde, you know? I guess we know the answer to that. <laughs> well, yeah, like Legally Blonde is kind of Cher goes to, goes Cher to goes law to college. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's all it is that is genius for that exact reason <laughs> I, I, I yeah the casting was really they really did a good job i mean the only time i'd ever i i guess alicia had been in that um or alicia i was she had been in the aerosmith video and i but the only one of the cast that i was familiar with was uh was britney murphy because she had been on a couple boy meets world episodes oh, well, and britney murphy was not just on boy meets world she was in the torkelsons okay almost home the best tv show in the history i don't know, of- that, I don't know that one either oh my gosh it was a spin-off of the torkelsons wow <laughs> he was also in pepper ann which is like my favorite tv show <laughs> yeah she was in she was in everything evidently everything. Yeah, I'm looking for the Torkelsons, but yeah, I've never heard of that one. Was that on? Uh, do you remember what that was on? Torkelsons, the Torkelsons, yeah, it was Disney Channel. That was Disney Channel. Okay, yeah. So I was, I think, I, when I was that age, I was more of a, um, more of a, uh, what do they call TGIF person? Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> so, so Disney, uh, but um, anyway, yeah, I think that they just do a good job of keeping all the characters likable and and uh, keeping it really really funny and i really like the whole <laughs> the whole her whole disdain for her high school boys from the very beginning mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's they so accurate on their backward caps over their greasy hair and yeah. like we're expected to swoon yeah yeah, yeah. i don't okay. think so i'm a traitor to my generation <laughs> <laughs> because that was so true like the guys in that era that era of like mid 90s like you were like pull up your pants like what is going on yeah it was it was a problem i remember some of my brother's friends i was just like how did they even stay up at a certain point yeah (laughs) what are you doing i think it still might be a problem i look around and i'm like am i getting older are their pants getting lower (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's right i think more now the pants are like still like normal height they're not super low rider mm-hmm. but everything has that like dropped crotch that makes it look like they're all wearing diapers oh yeah, yeah. maybe they are wearing diapers like it. <laughs> so yeah the fashion was very influential in the mm-hmm. movie was there any uh, a or what share outfit do you, do you like the best 
or did you ever envy as a as a uh when watching it oh my god for me it's the yellow plaid yeah yeah the yellow plaid (laughs) i do just have to say though at the very beginning when she's using her computer program and she like picks an outfit and it's like mismatch i don't get that i'm on board with that outfit (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah, I mean, but that's basically that was like an app before we knew apps. I'm sure there's yeah. a, an app like that where you like, there, totally there, probably is, there, there might not be, but we should have Cher's closet as an yes. app. I'm sure Mariah Carey or somebody has clothes. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Yeah, like later on when she she's she only she only takes Polaroids. She's yeah. just mirrors. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like the yellow plaid is very iconic. Yellow plaid's good. The red plaid where she's giving um, Mr. Hall her coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But she has the bray, I think, mm-hmm. in that scene. The yeah. Leah, lest we forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Calvin yeah. Klein. That dress is brought back. <laughs> yes, that's one of my favorite moments. We'll talk more about the dad ever, but I love that when she's like, I was totally gone to put something over it. <laughs> And then it's like yeah, completely sheer underwear. Yeah. It's like completely sheer, like as if that's putting anything over it. It was hilarious. To me. Yeah. Oh, wait, you know what? My favorite sheer outfit is probably the one when she's taking pictures. Which one? She's just Which wearing one? like a button up and her sweater vest, oh, but she yeah. looks super cute. Yeah, that's an that underrated sheer outfit. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I like it when when Amber shows up in her same dress at the party. Oh, yeah. Was that <laughs> you going through my laundry? Yeah. <laughs> As if I would wear something from Judy's. <laughs> oh no, guys, we know too much. Yeah, Marie. it's sad that I thought I would end up being Cher, but now that I'm looking at pictures, I am dressed like Ty in the before. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I kind of think I'm closer to dressing like Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I probably more like Josh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know what? Kind of guy in flannels. Dion's red dress with the white collar and the white rollover sleeves. Yes. That one's pretty good. That one's great. Yeah. Very iconic scene of her in debate with her oh very first debate <laughs> yes. with the Haiti. <laughs> the Haiti. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. like right now, for example, the Hadians <laughs> need to come to America. But some people are all like, got all the strain on our resources well it's like when i had this garden party for my father's birthday i put rsvp because it was a sit-down dinner but some people came that like did not rsvp i was like totally bugging (laughs) i'd haul to the kitchen redistribute the food and squish in extra place settings but by the end of the day it was like the more the merrier and so if the government could just get in the kitchen rearrange some things we could certainly party with And I think that Amber totally cops out in not responding to this brilliant. She's the best. How can I answer that? She's talking about some little, the topic is Haiti. She's talking about some little party. Hello, this is 50th. (laughs) I mean, let's all be real. If the government could just rearrange some stuff, we could party with Haiti. And let me remind you, it does not say RSVP on the statue. <laughs> yeah, I I think that Amber should get a very bad grade for. I yeah, love for that Amber. part. One of my favorite things about that is that when they were filming, like Alicia Silverstone did not know that you're supposed to say Haitians, <laughs> and so she said it when they were doing the lines. And Amy Heckerling was like, "Nobody say anything to her about that." <laughs> Oh, it's so mean. Yeah. And I do have to say that I think that, like, Josh, like, what college student is he supposed to be? I don't know any college students that are like, I'm going to watch the news today. <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, freshman. That's the kind. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even take freshman psych. <laughs> he wants to be an environmental lawyer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, so we get to we also get to meet Wallace Shawn in this scene, mm-hmm. who is just a legend. He is hilarious. Uh, you know, a lot of people know him from The Princess Bride, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know, this is another pretty iconic role for him. I think 
mm-hmm. and i think that he is he's he's really funny he's you know he's a really good actor <laughs> good comic timing and he's really good and i actually i like anything with him and this guy is super cute oh yeah. yeah and he must have enjoyed it because how often does someone like him get to play a romantically <laughs> role <laughs> that must have been kind of fun so yeah i like i like uh um i like well sean and i like uh twink kaplan as mrs mm-hmm. Geist. yeah she's really fun they were sweet yeah so all right we're then, like, let's get back to the people we care about here <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, yeah so basically our main character we already talked about amber uh who's kind of her rival in the crew and then there's elton and do we think that Cher actually does kind of flirt with him or does he have any point <laughs> later on because yeah, or is it just he's just the worst i don't know he's just the worst yeah, yeah. guys i'm so down on elton and mr elton's in general right now uh-huh. yeah real talk real talk <laughs> i was liking some guy and then i was the other day i was like oh my gosh he's a mr elton oh and i it was like abort 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 in mission. which way just like self-absorbed Yes, and like thinks that he's super cool, oh. and is just not cool. That's the that's the worst. Yeah, yeah. He has to go to the quad to get his cranberry CD before somebody. Yeah. Snaps. Oh yeah, totally. Which I love the cranberries. I'm like, why did they oh, have to yeah. get cranberries? Just such a douche. Too bad. But that's the thing. He was like a cool guy. His dad owned like StubHub, basically. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. Do you know who my dad is, Cher? me and ty we don't make any sense yeah yeah and uh, yeah because you have to date somebody in high school who's on your same social strad yeah sphere but um but yeah. honestly also let's get real how many times have we fallen for christian because i know that oh my gosh so many <laughs> yeah. yeah and travis yeah. <laughs> well yeah so christian he comes in the middle of the movie and uh i don't know about you guys but i think it was my first gay character that i ever saw in a movie uh i'm pretty sure at least that i mean i certainly had seen like effeminate characters but there was an outright gay character that was like doubt you know that that was ended up being you know loved and everything like that i i don't think i had um and uh so it's kind of interesting that uh you know they make some jokes and you know there's some funny things about him liking billy holiday and and him being (laughs) Streisand listening friend of Dorothy and all that stuff but I don't know I think it's kind of an interesting little touchstone mm-hmm. so yeah. um and then Travis is a lot of fun Breckenmeyer uh as this sort of very you know a very typical 90s teenager you know your Kurt Cobain kind of kind of guy that we all saw in uh in high school in the 90s and i mean i had a there was a kid i knew in my church who that was his big dream was to take like a pilgrimage up to the kurt cobain like i don't know there's some kind of thing up there i don't know what but anyway it was like his big dream and (laughs) he's a total a total grunge guy and uh you know that's kind of but i think the travis is sort of that guy with a heart of gold yeah, yeah, I don't know if I feel Travis as grunge. He seems more like skater rock to me, uh-huh. but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's what it always hit me as, but I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about Travis? I was like a child. I, so, I mean, like, <laughs> I like, like a, an infant, basically. So I didn't even know kids that age. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's very very sweet like him and him tie bonnie over marvin the martian that's yeah, really cute mm-hmm. yeah. and uh so yeah that's oh and then Mur- you have you have murray uh dion and murray mm-hmm. and <laughs> donald Faison is so great uh the man who's been in like a billion movies <laughs> yeah but they they had a sweet chemistry and it's kind of funny you know and he's the whole dynamic of a. <laughs> uh, I don't wear I don't wear polyester hair. I I think that whole scene is is oh, really yeah. funny. <laughs> Woman, uh, yeah, 
Sorry, what were you gonna say? I was just talking about that conversation where he's like, she's like, don't call me woman. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the what is like the urban uh dialogue is it does have condescending but not necessarily misogynistic overtone. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, when he's um shaving his hair, that one that seems really funny too. Cause that just totally seems like something my brother would have done in high school. Like it was he either had like this huge mop of hair or it was like, I'm gonna shave it all off. <laughs> one yeah. or the other. Uh so that was that was funny. <laughs> and yeah, we I do love Travis's speech that he gives where he says, uh, tardiness is not something you can do on your own. Many, yeah. many people contributed to my tardiness. <laughs> and he goes so on and thanks to the LA City bus driver, the crew at McDonald's. <laughs> does Travis ultimately does he like go sober at the end of the script? Yeah, he, he does. does. He, he does the 12 steps. Okay. Yeah, because he gives uh his um his pipe away to the to the disco beach kitchenware yeah kitchenware <laughs> yeah 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 and oh. it's given a whole new clarity on my skating mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean I, oh, you yeah. credit for just still inviting guy doesn't give up he, he invites share to his skating after all after being so yeah but uh yeah, and you get a lot of early banter between Josh and Cher, and you know, like hit her going, hit her and him going driving. Mm-hmm. Hey, James Bond in America, we drive on the right side. Of the road. <laughs> Hello, you try driving a platform. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yes, I also love when she's talking about uh about jim the whole jim scene is hilarious but oh yeah and she says i feel like such a heifer i had two bowls of special <laughs> k three pieces of turkey bacon a handful of popcorn five peanut butter m&ms and three uh, yeah. <laughs> forever setting up a nationwide eating disorder yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't know hilarious um excuse me i'm not allowed to participate in sports where balls fly <laughs> at my nose yes. social life. that's probably <laughs> the naughtiest joke in the whole thing uh, no you know what i there was a joke i could never understand since i saw this when i was 11 and i finally re- read the script recently and i was like oh that's what the joke means it's when ty says i could totally she's like i'm totally bugging i could really use an herbal refreshment and she's like oh well we don't have any tea but we have coke here this is america i never understood that joke and i don't know why <laughs> yeah uh, so, so now so, i get it yeah josh has been cocaine is what says. yes yeah. that's it, yeah. that's it. <laughs> so josh has been bugging share to be a better person to not be so superficial and so in walks ty and so share decides that she's gonna use her popularity for a good cause and i like when she first says that it and tion's like no i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Don't> but, <laughs> but yeah what do you think of ty and what do you think of her makeover do you like share's makeover yeah i mean her them changing her hair dye is a good idea yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not that big a fan of the uh, midriff but i guess that was the 90s oh yeah it was the 90s if but you didn't have a midriff in the 90s were you even alive yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in 2019 again yeah. is it back it came back it came oh back. it came back you like can't buy a shirt that like tucks into your pants anymore it's really hard yeah and i think that that yeah there's a lot of funny they do a lot with sort of uh britney murphy with ty's uh ty's sort of naivety but yet she mm-hmm. in, in a way she's sort of i guess more street uh savvy than than dion and Cher. obviously she's uh she's not a virgin she uh she's she's you know, had more experience in certain things than them and uh but yeah you know, like she, Cher has to explain to her what sporadically means, and that's kind of a funny scene. Yeah. I you know, hope not sporadically. Guys, I've never, you guys, I've never had straight friends before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and she loves like the Mentos ad yeah. and, and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, how do we feel about Josh and Cher's their sort of dynamic? Because they do kind of start out of this sort of sibling dynamic, uh, but 
you it's know, so, they're, they're not that's like really. something I thought about when I'm like writing Hallmark. I'm like, you uh-huh. can never have two, you can never have an ex step sibling romance. <laughs> it does not fly. Rachel yeah. believes I don't care. that step siblings should just get married. That's no. Like her plan. <laughs> I think it's totally fine. I know many of people who have ex step siblings. I don't want to finish that sentence, actually. <laughs> but I definitely think if I came into Hallmark and I was like, an ex-stepsister and brother fall in love, they would just laugh me out of the room. Yeah, they probably would. But here's the thing. So, like, if you just happen to meet somebody and your mom or dad just happens to meet their mom or dad, what are you supposed to do? Be like, sorry, we're not going to get married because... You have no relation to the, uh, you have no relationship. <laughs> with, so like people meet in all kinds of weird ways. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. And people they, uh, it's, for me at least, I, I've, I've had no problem with, with Josh and Cher because it's just how you meet sometimes <laughs> weird ways. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it, I would have liked a little bit more information. How long have they, how long did they live together? What was the situation like? Like how much of a brother and sister were they? Were the well, I mean, he was hardly even married to his mother and it was five years ago. What exactly does that mean though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's that, what she says. That's yeah. the quote. <laughs> so five years ago. So she's 16. So it was when she was like little. 11. Yeah. Yeah. So it was probably like a year and or you know just a couple of years or something like that and uh, then they got divorced but and you divorce wives not children not children right and paul rudd is the man who never ages like he looks exactly the same like it's it's amazing paul rudd and stacy dash oh yeah witchcraft I read that Paul Rudd applied for, did you guys read this little fact about Clueless that Paul Rudd um, uh, auditioned auditioned for every male role, including Murray? (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I would have loved actually to see Paul Rudd as Murray. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All uh, Seth Green's character in Can't Hardly Wait. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Comparison. I didn't thought of that yeah but he's just the best he's so charming and uh, i don't know he he i feel like he he could be a real sort of stick in the mud and he is kind of but i don't know i still like him from the minute he's just so likable i i I don't know if he's ever played like a serial killer or anything like that but i'd have a hard time believing it oh would be the perfect serial killer because you just be like you're so charming yeah he's just so so innately likable and so funny yeah and so you know i i knew that i was gonna like ant-man as soon as i knew that paul rudd was gonna be i was like oh i'm gonna like it nice shirt i did like it so i think they have pretty good chemistry alicia and uh paul yeah in their roles they do and i i you know there's some nice scenes like when she uh, when he, when there's the whole party scene <laughs> and she uh-huh. gets held up by gunpoint holy cow and uh and then he comes and picks her up and there's the whole hamlet uh hamlet scene which is really funny well mm-hmm. i remember mel gibson accurately <laughs> and Melodies didn't say that yeah yeah so that's uh, they I mean, you know what i mean yeah because she's not stupid Hello, it's kind of like Elle woods that way she's what? not dumb no, she's not dumb. She just doesn't care about things. Yeah. She's just the way she is. <laughs> and then she care. I care about the news. Yes, <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little confused. I thought they declared. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so, yeah, there's the whole party. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, I love her and her dad are just my favorite. I think those are just my favorite scenes. <laughs> she comes in share what you do today well i broke in my purple clocks <laughs> yeah <so laughs> that's at the dinner she's like we're gonna have a quiet dinner and uh i think having a cell phone at that time was pretty like pretty special i remember uh when i was 17 i went to 
it went to Italy. And I, uh, I remember just thinking it was the funniest thing that there were all these people in Italy that were riding bikes and talking on a cell phone. To me, that was hilarious because I just thought, why would you be in such a hurry that you needed to talk on the cell phone, but you're riding a bike, which is so slow. Now you wouldn't even give it a second thought, but at the time that was just a hoot. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so I'm sure in 1995, that was even more exclusive, I guess, is that they all had phones and stuff. Oh yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I just, I love her dad. I love her dad and Christian. The, uh, <laughs> the I have a 45 and a shovel. <laughs> Anything happens to my daughter, you won't be missed. Yeah. Hey, man, you drink? Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah. So good. And I, uh, <laughs> I love when she, what do you guys think about her changing all of her grades? Do you think that, do you think that that's possible? Oh, that's amazing. That's the best part. I mean, I don't know that it's possible. I mean, yeah, you can definitely change your grades. Uh-huh. They're arbitrary and ridiculous and pointless. <laughs> it's just so good. Share, I couldn't be happy. Like, that's kind of, like, my motto in life. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could not be happier if it was based on real grades. Yeah. Which yeah, I he, he I mean he was like a uh, homeschooler and he didn't even know it. He's a very preschooler because uh, yeah, they as long as you're learning what needs to get learned, a lot of that stuff is is uh, I don't know is silly. But uh, yeah, Dan Hidea as her dad is just the best. Yeah. So funny and sweet too. They have a lot of sweet moments, like you know when he says. Uh, that he hasn't seen such good doing since her mother is really sweet mm-hmm. and the their whole scene with uh, elton uh where he yeah where he says that they uh they you know they belong together and then he, i mean even if she was being a jerk pretty rude of him to drop her off in the middle middle of yeah. nowhere like <laughs> what i mean um, elton's legitimately the worst we all know this yes. yeah that 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 clinched it uh and uh yeah then you have christian and uh he uh he saves ty from the mean boys at the mall who are gonna (laughs) who are gonna dump her Mm -hmm. yeah so (laughs) but i i love that daddy says uh (laughs) he says what's with you kid you think the death of sammy davis left an opening in the rat pack for you (laughs) that is really really fun so good yeah and yeah you just see some 90s stuff like them watching beavis butthead watching ren and stimpy that's sort of fun and then also the music is kind of fun very very iconic of that soundtrack yeah you think it holds up still oh for sure definitely Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you've got like Kids in America, you know, all the young dudes, fake, fake plastic trees. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, and they even have Mighty Mighty Bostones that are playing at the party. Uh huh. Rolling, kind of Rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. Yeah. I, I think it's a lot of fun. And to Christian and Cher's big date, or at least mm-hmm. she thinks it's a date. He has no mm-hmm. idea. And her main plan for a great date is a Polar- taking Polaroids, having uh, getting her makeup very white, uh, and having a lighting concept and something baking. Yeah. What do you think of this plan, John? On it. That's exactly what I do. Yeah, oh yeah. 100%. Is that how you were able to? <laughs> that is how I was able to snag every love interest thus far. Okay. And maybe why I'm still single. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I love how she doesn't even like slice the cookies. She just plops totally, them out there. It's, like, the best. <laughs> it's the best. I mean, it's just so good. Yeah. Amber, have you ever lost a date because of bad lighting? Girl, you know I haven't. I, I never stumble into bad lighting. Um, one of my favorite things, though, about this is because they watch Some Like It Hot and Sporadicus. Yes, yeah, Sporadicus. So good. 
<laughs> so yes. good. It's yeah. And yeah, so it's really fun. I am sporadicus. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the next scene we get is when they're talking about it in the Jeep. And that's when uh, Murray says he's a Streisand singing Oscar yeah. Wilde reading, friend of Dorothy. And uh and so then dion actually gets on the freeway and this is like this scene will always make me laugh and i actually even had this same experience happen to me when i had my permit my dad decided it would be a good idea for us to get on the belt loop which is like seven lanes wide it's huge in dc and i was just like panicking and i'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> freaking out my dad's like hold on to the steering wheel and i was just very upset <laughs> and so now whenever i see it i laugh even harder but i think that scene is just gold you got the angry old lady you got the big truck because when you when you're a teenager at least for me that was terrifying to go on the freeway <laughs> oh yeah and I love Donald Faison in that scene. He's just like, ah, I'm gonna die. So funny. <laughs> Donald Faison is so funny. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. And uh, so, I don't know. That's one of my favorite comedic scenes in any movie ever. I absolutely oh, yeah. love it. And then her virginity became, what's the line <laughs> after that? <laughs> Technical to not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> did you guys learn how to drive easy, or was it a struggle? Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, it was so easy for me. Was it? Yeah. It was really hard for me because I have a lazy eye, so like, it it's hard for me sometimes to really focus uh, the way on things, and like, it was it was a miracle I passed the driver's test because I had to parallel park in Maryland. Oh yeah. That was extremely difficult for me <laughs> i'll tell you fun fact about me never passed a driver's test got in didn't get my license until i was like 20 i think first time i got into the car we had a red light the guy was like the test is over get out of the car that was it second time i took the test i got in the car i went through the driver's test at the end the guy grades my test and i have my dad my br brother and my mom there with me and i'm like look i passed and then my brother looks at he's like you didn't pass the guy just did the math wrong and then we looked at it and we were like, you're right. I didn't pass, but I still got my license. No way. That's so funny. Oh, I'm still waiting to pass that driver's test. <laughs> I got a hundred on the written portion. Oh my gosh. What? And a 98 on the driving. Who are you? Oh. I'm just like a really good driver. Did you guys have to do Pearl Park? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Wow. You're good. Yeah, I became good at pedal parking. Well, good quotation marks at pedal parking later. Uh, once I had an apartment, you had to pedal park. But it was tough for me to learn. And I made the mistake of signing up for, because in Maryland, they didn't have driver's ed as part of school like they do here in Utah. And so I had to, um, uh, to go to a private one. And I, I I made the mistake of signing up for one of my lessons to be on on stick shift manual whatever. Mm -hmm. It was rough. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was rough. But rough. anyway, it is very memorable. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I I think I ended up having to take the written part twice, and I definitely had to do the driving part twice, and. Uh, but I actually had a, um, a deadline because they had changed the rules in California that you had to have an adult present with you for like your first year or two or whatever of driving or somebody a licensed driver. They had some change to the rule. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to do that because uh, I was going to be going to community college. My family moved out of California. And so I, I had like two weeks that I had to get my license in Maryland before we moved <laughs> and uh, anyway and so I, I failed it once and then it went back second time and I passed and I was just dying like of excitement <laughs> I called my dad and I'm like yeah I passed the test it's such a miracle because it, it was rough I've never been a great driver I if I if I could live in a place where I didn't have to drive I would be very happy because I don't like driving so anyway 
Um, and I especially don't like driving in the snow here in Utah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so then Cher goes uh, in, in the when she fails her driver's test. That guy is pretty hilarious. <laughs> Girly, do you, I might as well be the the god of the DMV. <laughs> uh huh. That one's good. But anyway, yeah, and that's when we get Ty saying you're a virgin, you can't drive, and then we get the whole sequence with her uh, rage shopping. <laughs> oh yeah everything i think and everything i do is wrong and all boiled down to one inevitable conclusion i'm totally clueless totally clueless <laughs> and we get all by myself there mm-hmm. too the whole number with the and then the water fountain goes and she realizes that she's in she says so he's kind of a ball win <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so <clears throat> And then she gets a cute advice from her dad. And she says, Daddy, did you ever have a problem you can argue, you couldn't argue where you're out of? And he says, <laughs> he says, tell me the problem and we'll figure out the argument. <laughs> and then he, she explains it. She's like, I'm not sure I want you with a stupid fellow. <laughs> yeah. He's a do-gooder type. Yeah. He has a heart of gold. <laughs> her dad, Mel. Well, and uh, so that's when Cher decides to do a makeover of my soul and she does she talks to miss skice and starts the uh pismo beach disaster relief and those people at the pismo beach were getting some really good stuff yeah the skis (laughs) they lost everything that includes sporting equipment right (laughs) and she divides the i think she has like uh, caviar and stuff she's taking and did you, did you like that red caviar dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> so she's dividing into appetizers and entrees and uh <laughs> and then uh, yeah and and mel says is josh is this your influence <laughs> uh yeah and then we get our scene with sharon tie makeup and you have the whole the whole skateboarder thing which is very um you know very 90s <laughs> that whole skateboarding thing and uh and then uh you have share helping with the lawyers and the guy is a total jerk and he, oh yeah yes he he's like you do whatever you want with your butts i'm calling it sick. yeah <laughs> and then we got our cute little scene on the stairs and and that's one thing that always bothered me about the movie that it did not have a bigger i know we end on the wedding uh-huh. but like structurally we should have had we have a double ending and in homework land they would be like never you're never allowed to have the double ending uh-huh. and i felt that even as a child i was like i know the joke is like hello we're not getting married this isn't alabama or wherever it is yeah. but california they should have had their big ending against the backdrop of the wedding Oh, interesting. So have the little conversation uh, on the stairs kind of somehow incorporated into the wedding. Yeah. Or have like, I don't know, a bigger, a bigger rising climax there. Uh It always bothers me when I watch it. I always feel like there's a little letdown there. Interesting. What do you think, Amber? Um, Yeah, I think it's not that great. Of a, as of a meet love moment of the final thing. I don't know. Uh it is a little bit of a letdown. Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. I never Listen, thought about it before. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, she she says, uh, um, he says, you know, he's the only one. Mel's the only one that cares about me, and she says that's not true. <laughs> and uh, are you saying you care about me? And then they have their kiss, and it's really cute. But yeah, I guess I can see your point. It's kind of, sort of many, kind of an epilogue a little bit, kind of. Yeah. And also but. in a way we've dropped that line by now. I mean, I'm, I'm getting too nitty gritty here and there's no reason mm-hmm. to do this, but like we actually haven't tracked the Geist Hall line for a while. And so it seemed oh, like you're right, a right, yeah. moment that revolved around Cher. Like how did she mm-hmm. really change to create something at the end that shows her arc? And mm-hmm. I guess in a way it does, they get married, but we haven't she kind of set it in motion and then she stepped away so mm-hmm. anyways just like maybe they could have done it the classic high school movie to end at prom 
uh would that have been more effective no no yeah because almost all these movies end with the big prom yeah that i guess the brother sister prom might be pushing a little bit (laughs) again rachel's like no it's fine it's fine she even says at at a certain point in the movie she's like josh i am not you you are not my brother (laughs) make that very clear yeah it's interesting because he could have just in a way been a neighbor yeah you know like a neighbor she grew up with that was kind of like a brother yeah who like starts working for her father comes over because his family's away or something anyways we can't go back in time and definitely it's perfect so why would we criticize (laughs) but yeah it never bothered me i don't know i guess i'm just weird i'm very open-minded when it comes to relationships evidently that's great that's great you want to see the next one where josh and Cher's kids fall in love with each other (laughs) no because then they'd be related exactly there's a joke yeah but uh, yeah that is then the end we see that yeah california it's california not kentucky kentucky (laughs) which just for the record California actually has no minimum age for marriage. <laughs> like you could get married in California, no matter how old you are, as long true? as you're adult. Yeah, as long as your parents and the court approve it. And in Kentucky, you have to be seventeen. Oh, that's Is that so real? Funny. That's so funny. yeah. So like in your face, heckerling. Yeah, heckerling. <laughs> you know nothing about nothing. <laughs> That's like really she could actually get legally married maybe she's mean it's california not kentucky because they're related yes not exactly. really. yes <laughs> yeah that's wait funny. but then they can't mean that because then she's saying they have no future i know <laughs> okay, i don't even well, think josh isn't even listening. in all of the clueless tv series okay they don't end up together oh yeah there was did they explain TV that series? in the tv series at all like where josh goes or I don't remember. I think I it just was know on two Judd Apatow movies, right? Not later yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul Rudd, obviously, he's gone on to be Ant-Man and be in a ton of Judd Apatow movies, like uh, This is 40 and movies well, like they that. cast some people for the TV series. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, the TV series is canon. <laughs> is it real? Is it? Should we watch it? Should we do another podcast after we watch the TV show? Well, if you I- can find the full series, I would. <laughs> how long did it air do you remember it was for three seasons oh my gosh wow. well and there's also a new broadway musical that is uh just in uh off broadway tests right now so i wasn't able to find any there's no cast recordings or anything like that but it's hopefully will be a big hit it's got dove cameron uh, um from disney <laughs> channel fame uh as Cher. And I actually think she'll be fine. Uh, It just depends on if the songs are good. Stop being mean about Dove Cameron, Joie. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. not. I just thought it was like going to be Katy Perry or something. Oh, yeah. She's probably too old. Isn't uh, Katy Perry? I don't know. Dove Cameron's 30, oh, 23. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but it'll just—they're obviously trying to monopolize off of the recent success of the Mean Girls. Uh, oh yeah broadway musical yeah and of course a while back there was the legally blonde musical uh but uh so we'll see if it's any good who knows uh i don't know but yeah and there is talk of them doing a remake about this <laughs> i feel terrible about it thank you for asking rachel i feel like do not remake something that's perfect like i just watched uh willy wonka and the chocolate factory with my son and i had to explain to him like this is the new one there is an old one which one do you want to watch i showed him both trailers of course he picked the new one so then we watched a new one and the whole way through i'm like this is a wonderful movie it's great i love everything about it also they could have just made a separate movie yeah it could have been just a sequel don't remake yeah. it. Well, and especially because Coolest is such a creature of its time. You know, oh, yeah. it, it's so tied back into, I mean, I'd almost rather them just pick another Austin novel and make it, you know, yeah. like but that would be fun. Gonna do. They're going to set the same exact story just in a different time. It'll be set in like the 2010s, which are the new 90s. Yeah, which is a terrible idea. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like, 
I don't know. I, I guess I know. with with good writing, anything can be good. And this is the team behind yeah. Girls Trip, but they also did like night school and some other stuff that I'm not a fan of. I, I got down with Girls Trip, and so we'll see. But I'm we'll I, I'm skeptical. I mean, let's be honest here, though, Rachel. We will watch the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll we will come watch back. it over and over, and then we will make a podcast about it. So yes. for all of our griping, I we'll promise see. we'll yeah. we'll do that. We'll watch we'll be- the. The watching the novelization <laughs> of this remake of the movie based on the novel by Jane Austen. Yeah, I mean, we'd have like a whole sort of Emma <laughs> episode where we cover totally. Emma and then we cover Clue. <laughs> the movie to me is just really special. I think what makes it work is that it's just so funny, first of all, and it's just, it has a classic formula executed well. And you know it's based on emma you can't get more classic than that and it was just cast so well it's got it's got heart with all the humor and that's why i just think it works and maybe who knows maybe it would work as a remake but uh because it is just so it's kind of timeless which is interesting because it has so many it is also a creature of its time it's like it does both yeah totally which is it's really amazing. Interesting. It's a yeah. masterpiece. It, it is a masterpiece. Really is. It's one of my favorites. And so thanks so much for coming on and talking with us about this. Amber got, we lost her. Yeah. <laughs> she I hope she's okay. Cut. Yeah, she's fine. She got cut off for okay. some reason. Uh, she's, her room, I think, is in sort of the basement. And sometimes oh, the okay. internet can be a little not great. So anyway, that's what happened to her. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, well, I did I ask on real quick. I did ask on Twitter uh, for our listeners to share their favorite quotes ah. of uh, Clueless, and we got a few responses. We have from Ashley. We have I can't choose a favorite quote. I love any scene with Paul Rudd as Josh, though. So yeah, Paul mm-hmm. Rudd is the best. Uh, <laughs> Greg McBride says I like totally paused. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's really good. Uh, and then Georgia has the uh, the freeway scene, which is my mm-hmm. favorite. And then uh, single girl table for one, it says, has the, uh, uh, the, <laughs> the, there goes your social life. Mm-hmm. At the Classic. Uh, Becky from Serious Chick, she says, you're a virgin who can't drive. It's her favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Beth says, I don't know if I can choose. It's so good. One thing I remember is just wishing I could have her closet and the program that helped her out uh, pick out outfits together. And uh, <laughs> Tony, uh, let's see, Tony Shalow Wright uh, has the uh, the scene where she falls off the bed. Mm-hmm. Trying to, uh, trying to get, <laughs> I mean, Christian, he's pretty clueless. Oh, yeah. Speaking of clueless, he's pretty clueless with what uh, Cher's trying to do there. But I mean, she's in a red skimpy dress. I don't know what else she could be doing here. But anyway, so that's that's what our listeners had to say about Clueless. And uh, so let us know what you think about Clueless. Is it a favorite of yours? What parts do you think are funny? Uh, that would be great. And uh, yeah, so thanks so much, Joa, for coming on the podcast and talking Thank about Clueless. This was- very fun for me and happy birthday rachel thank you <laughs> big three eight. Oh dear three eight i was gonna say 23 again yeah all right <laughs> so there we go that's so much fun so uh thanks again and you can uh where can people follow you draw online um i am not the best you can friend me on facebook because i live in the olden days i guess um instagram is where i put like all my smarmy comments about my life and parenting that's schwabotkin uh twitter i'm also schwabotkin but don't really post much um and just ended up liking everything because i don't know how twitter works (laughs) um so yeah, that's about it. So do you have that's anything cool. coming up you want to talk about or? Yeah, um, I have a March movie that's coming up that has Nick Bateman and Ariel Kebbell in it. <gasps> really? Oh yeah, it's super exciting. Um, I'm super actually going to go on set for that one. First movie I'll ever be on set for. Um, the script, I really love how it turned out. So, and we have a great director, great team. 
super excited about that. I think I'm really, I think audiences are really going to enjoy this one. Um, and then fingers oh. crossed, I have my Hawaii one going into production. Um, and we are trying to get some very exciting cast on that one too. Um, we're reaching <laughs> well, if they out. they need any one. support for that one, oh, I, I'm available. Everybody. Everybody, don't worry. <laughs> the only reason this is getting made is because everybody wants to go to Hawaii. So. <laughs> and also, I still have to write the script. So when yeah. we pick up this call, I'm gonna go do that. Um, <laughs> well, Eric, that's so exciting about Eric Hubble. She hasn't done a homework movie in a while, so yay! Yeah. That's really I think cool. I'm pretty sure it's her. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> no, it is. I think. Um, and I've just been on Nick Bateman's. Uh, I think that's his name, Instagram page every single day, just being like, why can't he be more shirtless in our Vancouver yes, movie? Not in the middle of winter. <laughs> why is this not on brand Hallmark? Even in the Hawaii one, I was like, uh, can he be shirtless? Can we <laughs> really super hot actor. See, you're fighting the good fight. That's what I'm I like to hear. I'm trying hard, guys. I'm all for <laughs> equal objectification across the board. So, Very good. I love all it. Right. Well, that's Thanks. awesome. And yeah, so you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all over social media, and you can follow Amber at Amber Brainwaves. And uh, make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmark is Pod, all over social media. And if you can leave your reviews on iTunes, uh, we really appreciate it. And if you give us a thumbs up for watching on YouTube, that's great too. So thanks so much. And we'll definitely have to connect again, uh, again soon over, yeah. over something else that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye guys.